You're listening to the Welcome to the Rebellion podcast. Hey, Jay, are you ready? Because it's time to start the show. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Welcome to the Rebellion podcast. I think I've got the busiest man on YouTube. (laughs) I finally, finally dragged him on. I'm glad everyone's here for this live recording here on YouTube. But before I begin, of course, you know, you guys know, if you watch uh, or listen to the podcast, wherever, uh, real quick, go ahead and check out 9lineapparel.com. Use code DRUNK3PO to get 20% off everything in the store. And also, head on over to geeksandgamers.com as well. We got a lot of good stuff over there uh, that might interest you. So without further ado, my guest, you might have seen him. On YouTube, clowning trolls on Twitter, whatever it is. But whatever you do, don't go to his business website. We were laughing about that before it started. Um, please welcome Nick Riceda from Riceda Law. Finally, you came. You came down to the little people here. You know, I don't. I'm not over a hundred thousand subscribers on YouTube, but I think you had some pity. Felt yeah, a little well, mercy. Maybe you had too pity. much to drink when you agreed. But <laughs> pity and a bone to pick with you. Uh, a bone to pick with you. We said, we agreed before this show, you would not bring up my website. You have besmirched my good name. <laughs> we might as well just go right into that first. You know, uh, I- I'm just going to pull it up now so the chat and everyone can see it. If you're watching, I mean, this is a lie. A- this is a lie. Jay a is man that has a hundred thousand people watching him on YouTube at one time. If you want to hire him and go to his business website, this is what you see. I mean, yeah. I, I think my I think a fifth grader could put something better. <laughs> no offense. I don't even know what this is. Like, what do I even click? I don't like, know. A, I have no idea. <laughs> like, what is get a quote? There you go. So I guess you click that call now. Yeah, don't ever click that one. I don't even know what happens if you push <laughs> will, that button. I will not answer. I will it's not like, answer the phone. <laughs> it is bright. I mean, it is. Oh, it's so Google has this automatic business website template thing. And that's what this is. It's just literal. Like if you do the absolute minimum amount of anything, this is what it makes. <laughs> and so uh, I... I have not, what? I have never used a, a business website. All of my um, business, you know, prior to being on YouTube was word of mouth because it's small town, man. Like you don't need a website to, uh, to reach out to anybody. Um, so I'm I, I'm <laughs> I only made that website for SEO just to have some backlinks to some videos really early. Those two like shitty uh, pictures that you saw, those are like old thumbnails from like videos that I did r- way at the beginning of the channel. And so, uh, so it was like just trying to get some backlinks going. Yes. Yeah. Look In at this that. video, I discuss law enforcement bias and what makes it so difficult to prosecute police officers and shooting. Learn more. Damn right. That'll take it. That'll take you right to your, uh, YouTube channel. Maybe. <laughs> I don't actually know if it does. Oh, I don't know if it I'm functions. Gonna, I'm not gonna share it. <laughs> okay, okay, hold on, hold on. I gotta, I gotta do this live. This is pretty funny. Sorry. <laughs> I, I had to never do navigated this. This website. I never knew. Like you never know what my part. Right, so I'm, we're gonna learn more. But your face, man, right when we pop up, it's like right in there. 
Like yeah. there it is. Like look at that. That's it. <laughs> Those are the good old days. Two thousand nine hundred views on that video. Look at that thing. Man, look at your office. What's up with that? It was just a fucking room in my house, man. It's just shit everywhere. Got hats back here. You wear um do you nope. still wear these Indiana Jones style hats? No, no those are my kids' hats. Oh, okay, okay. All right. Yeah. That that's, hat, that's what everybody blames stuff on. Uh those Newports, <laughs> that pack of Newports there. I won <laughs> I won that. <laughs> that was an Easter egg. I won that at, oh. at the uh at the one of the first dick I might have been the first dick show live. It was one of the early ones, Dick Show in uh Chicago his road rage and i i won that uh very wow. prestigious pack of newports so it's a <laughs> did so it come in a box been, and say fragile <laughs> this would have been you're talking like three days after that that i won those newports you look happy so i well I, I don't look that happy what are you talking about I mean, look at the, you got cables back. This is like a man's man's room. All right. Like you got cables back here. You probably never touched. There's like DVD. <laughs> back here. There's a bunch of paper you just threw in the corner. You got boxes. I don't even know what this pole is for. It's either that's, a broom. Uh, it's one of those floor sweepers, you know, oh, like, that's you, just like a you keep in like a camper. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's like, well, you can't have a vacuum cleaner in a camper. That'd be ridiculous. So you get a little floor sweeper thing. It's one of those. <laughs> That's awesome, bro. <laughs> That's freaking awesome. I did like uh I did, I did speaking of YouTube, I did go back to your very first video. That was four years ago. Um, I guess did you unless you deleted stuff, that was wow. your first here we are, and the first thing you do is talk about a case. It seems like you were into the YouTube drama and you had alcohol with you, and so you just <laughs> He just started talking about the case, and I love it. The first comment is like, the video messed up around 40 minutes. I'll post the rest later. Like, that's just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got destroyed by Encyclopedia Dramatica because uh, the the case was a fantastic case. It was so stupid. Uh, and it, I it, they reference an Encyclopedia Dramatica page. So I was going to go to the page to make fun of what was going on on there. And I open it up and like all of the viruses start hitting my computer at oh the my. same time. <laughs> it like shuts down. And I was recording with the windows camera app because I didn't know what I was doing. This entire thing was an accident, right? I only uploaded it to YouTube because I couldn't figure out how to upload a video to Facebook. Uh, and, and so like I'm recording with the windows camera app. And so when all the viruses start hitting up, you know, you have to hit control alt delete. Well, that will stop recording on the windows camera app. It won't mess with OBS. Anything like that is fine, <laughs> but windows camera will just, it's like, I oh, actually, you know, if they hit control alt delete, they probably don't want to be recording themselves anymore, which is not true. That's not actually a true thing, but that's, that's what <laughs> happened. I mean, I started my YouTube channel with an iPhone eight an old iPhone eight and I just recorded myself, but I had a, I had a microphone yeah, and it was fake, but <laughs> I wanted to look professional because everyone had those snowball microphones, you know, back yeah. then. And so I had one and I just held it in my hand. And like <laughs> people were like, how do you get your sound like that? If you hold that in your hand like that, it would sound. And I'm like talking, you know, like an idiot, you know, like waving it around and no one can tell. 
you know, that it was uh, <laughs> it wasn't plugged into anything. And then I just threw it up. You know, I tried to edit with whatever iPhone software. But I mean, you know, we all start somewhere. Why, oh, yeah. why YouTube, Nick? Nick, why? May I call you Nick, or do I have to call you? Uh, you, you know, you have to call me the King of the Grifters. There it uh, is. No. <laughs> why YouTube? No. Why? Why did uh... I, it? Was, I told you, man, it was an accident. Like yeah. I was going to, I just so I was in this Facebook group. It was uh, the Dick Show, the Dick Show podcast. Uh, hosted by my friend Dick Masterson, he and Maddox. Uh, I don't know if you how savvy on internet satire you are, but Dick had a book and a web page called "Men Are Better Than Women," and one yes. of the funniest things he ever did was he went on the Doctor Phil show as a professional chauvinist. Yep. Um. So he did that, and then Maddox was his fucking weirdo. I, I assume I can swear on this show. Oh yeah, guy. yeah. Go ahead. Go okay, ahead. okay. Uh, he's this. <laughs> Be he's this, he's this weird little Armenian who uh, got um, everybody thought he was like this really funny satirist. Cause like he would write all these super retarded takes on everything, but they were funny. And then you realize like after a while that he wasn't being a satirist, he was just being himself. And it was like, <laughs> Oh, this went from funny to really depressing really fast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I'll say, but they had a show together called the biggest problem in the universe. It was a great podcast. They go two years and then cuts it, it, it's done like they cut it off no one knew why dick started telling the story on his show of, of the breakup and a uh, little bit at a time and then maddox sues him for somewhere between 20 and 400 million dollars we can't tell how much it was for because the the thing was so poorly written um so everybody's freaking out because this these documents drop on twitter and i'm sitting there uh my wife was watching tv and i'm sitting next to her and i was like I start reading it. I get about five to 10 pages in. I said, this is the dumbest thing I've ever read in my life. So I'm going to stop reading now. I'm going to drink a bunch of liquor and read it on video. And I'll post this in the Facebook group, right? For fun. But I couldn't figure out how to post it in Facebook. So I put it up on YouTube so I could link it there. And uh. then, and then it gets like 10,000 views and people are like, you should do this all the time. So, all right. I can drink and read legal stuff for fun. And uh, that was that was the start of the YouTube, man. That's that's all it was. That's all it was. See, see everyone listening. Just get some alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) Just start reading stuff uh, uh, and and see where it goes. See where it goes from there. When but when did you for those that are listening that don't know Nick Riketa, he is an attorney. He's an attorney at law. Um, he, you might remember him for his uh, Kyle Rittenhouse coverage that seemed to peak. Uh, I don't know if that was your peak performance, but uh, that was pretty high up there as far as oh, his viewership. I, I hope it's not my peak, but it was certainly the high point so far, right? Because well, like you said, it, it was. Like? You're like, oh, it's your peak, and it's like, oh well, I guess downhill well, from I here. Well, I mean, for now, I just keep oh, yeah, rolling yeah. down the mountain and hope there's a grave <laughs> dug for me at the bottom. Thanks, thanks. I mean, <laughs> I was going to talk about this later, but you did get me poo trending on Twitter. So <laughs> I thought that would be your peak like that to me. If you can get me poo trending on Twitter, I, I, I think I would be done. I'm like, I'm done. I'm shutting down my Twitter account. There's nothing else. There's nothing left that I need to accomplish in life because I got me poo trending. That was the greatest thing ever because I, I saw you tweeted out. You're like, let's get this trending. Right. And, yeah. and then all of a sudden I checked Twitter. <laughs> 
like an hour later and it's like holy crap it, mick it did. did it <laughs> <laughs> it trended and then and then they cut it off they killed it it was it was it went from number yeah. 16 to number nine to number eight on the trending list and then poof vanishes off of twitter immediately but it was uh, <laughs> great there was video maids about it there were songs sung about it i even <laughs> think when i went to church that sunday they were the organist was playing a hymn to the me poo uh phenomenon there i thought that was thought that was pretty good but i listen we have almost 700 people in here what is it like to stream in front of a hundred thousand people <laughs> Uh, did, did, did it just like it just was like I didn't even look. I was just covering the the case. This is for those that don't know. During the Kyle Rittenhouse, um, Nick Ricada went live on his YouTube channel to cover the trial. And before you know it, I'm seeing people on Twitter and social media saying, "You better get in here." There's almost a hundred thousand people watching Nick, and I was like, "Holy crap!" So I went in, and and of course we were all there. We were all fixed on you. Like there was, uh, you know. What was it like it was, to, to hundred thousand people, man? It was really high energy, man. It was it was surreal. Um, because it's like you never uh you know, you you do this social media thing and you you like are always amazed by how many people watch you. And I mean that starts when it's one person. You're like, oh my god, somebody wants yeah. to listen to what I have to say. That's crazy. And that that feeling doesn't really stop, but you you kind of get used to wherever you your average numbers are, but man, that, that was so far out of scope that I was like, okay, this is, this is awesome. Um, the chat is going way too fast. You can't, yeah. you can't keep up with the chat and you can't, there's no amount of slow mode with a hundred thousand people that'll work. And then, uh, and then I, I the, the super chats were insane. And so it's like, you can't keep up with those either. They're just really, it was, uh, it's overwhelming. So you read them the next day, right? Or like you read, I don't know if I ever got around to all of those. Uh, I have (laughs) them all, I have them all saved and, uh, I don't know, maybe I can do some special event around them or something. Uh, but it was so we're talking, um, I could look it up, but from that one show, uh, the, where we had 130,000 people, I mean, there was something like, 8,000 chats or it it was, it was like ridiculous. Um, I was trying to keep up during the case, but eventually it got so big when we'd have 60 to 80,000 people per night. There were like, just by numbers, so many super chats come in. You can't, you you can't keep up. It's, it's whole days of reading. And uh, so I was trying, I was reading them at night and stuff, but then more come in and uh, it's, yeah, I, I might put them together for some sort of special show at some point where <laughs> I just, just say I have them all. In a, yeah, I have them all in a spreadsheet and uh, it's it's wild. Well, but. when when you had all those people, didn't Odyssey contact you and ask you to go live on there as well? And you like and you crashed their entire website. <laughs> yeah, a I, YouTube I, competitor that was like, had, hey, you want to help us out, buddy? I had been multi-streaming to Odyssey, uh, and but hadn't really like announced it too much. It was just kind of like if you know, you know, you can come over to Odyssey. But then they they said, uh, "Hey, why don't you, you know, announce it and and see if people will come over and test it out?" And we crashed their site completely, and then uh, the next day he's like, "We got you this time. 
we got you this time. <laughs> I announced it and crashed the shit. It crashed it was, again. Uh, but it was it was good. It was good. They uh, you know, they were they were very thankful because it you know helped them do stress testing. But I mean, any most any site when you have twenty to forty thousand people click a link at the same time, I mean, it shuts down the you know a ton of the internet uh outside of like some of the really huge channel or really huge websites it, that's just so much load coming in but. i mean i would have loved to have seen those analytics of 130,000 people and uh you know it's just all that <laughs> all that stuff going i mean because people watched even after you were done yeah thousands of people were still watching you oh, know yeah. for for a long time i mean i think he, i think that one alone was over like it's over a million, wasn't it? it was like there's over a million views on. Yeah, uh, it's uh here if you want, I can pull up the analytics on it if you want. The uh jury deliberation day two is the biggest one. Um waiting for the verdict was I think that was deliberation day one. But yeah, uh one point one six seven million uh views on it. Let's wow. see what we got. It was, uh, it had, okay. So that had, these are not super chats, just regular chat messages, 282,900 chat messages. Jeez. So it was, it was wild. And that one peaked out at 119,000. I don't think that was the highest, uh, we had. Cause I remember going over 130, uh, one time, but it was, it was nuts, Jeez. man. Jeez. It was, that, that's, uh, well, I mean, Hey. Uh, let's let's hope it just gets bigger and bigger. And you also gained over a hundred thousand subscribers mm-hmm. uh in like what two days? It was kind of like it was just it was uh it, it took about a it was like a week or two uh to get uh, but I, I capped out at like a hundred and seventy thousand subscribers gained. Oh, you know, casual. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody else is fighting for like two. You know, I check, I get two new subs. I'm like, oh my God, victory. Let's have pizza. You know, he's like, yeah, I capped out at 170, you know, yeah, casual. It was, <laughs> it was insane. Uh, um, but people were tuned in, man. They were they were plugged yeah. into the Rittenhouse thing. They did not like, the, so many people just did not like the media narrative around the case. And that, you know, all that stuff kind of combined is what really sold it. Because you, you look at it and you're like, Everything I I look at this kid on the street here and everything in me says, man, if I was in that situation, I'd hope to have a gun to save myself. And and he did it and he didn't shoot anybody else. He didn't like maliciously seem to plug anybody or anything like that. And then but when you turn on the media, everybody's sitting there saying, oh, he's guilty. Uh, He's a murderer. He's murdering three people. And it just it didn't add up for people, you know, in their minds. And so. They, uh, they just, yeah, they had to, you know what I love during that trial? Cause I had it on, everyone had it on. I had, I had you on, on my, on my television. And when the stuff was going on, you would be Nick. You would, you would never, uh, this is what I appreciate about you. You never change who you are. You are who you are. You make what people might call off colored jokes (laughs) or humor (laughs) Um, you know, there's people in this world that how we deal with everything, we laugh at it. We see people in pain. We kind of laugh. And like you said, uh, I remember streaming with you before. Some of the funniest things is seeing a large person trip and fall. It's something that people laugh at. We just laugh at 
just see you're laughing now. It didn't even show it. <laughs> um, but during you can't take I can't take it, man. It's oh, and I was the guy falling the other day. I yeah, I yeah. had I took a tumble the other day, and uh, and I just wish there was a kid to laugh at me, you know. <laughs> um, but the <laughs> but the funny thing was you would make off color joke, whatever you want to call it, and uh, then. Yeah, I think you would glance at the chat and people are like, oh, man, he shouldn't. He's a lawyer. He shouldn't say that. And then you would immediately shut everyone up. Hey, look, this is how I am. I make jokes and I laugh at it. OK, if you don't like it, go somewhere else. It was great. You, I think you said that like four, four or five times, um, with like 35,000, 40,000 people in there. Um, just like this is who I am. I'm going to make jokes. If you don't like it. Sorry. Too bad. Uh, yeah. Go somewhere else. And uh, well, that that's the beauty of who you are. And see, that's the thing, too, what you were saying about the media is that people just miss having someone real in front of them. You know, you never change. You had 100,000 plus people watching. You were saying Nick uh, that everybody knows, you know, the same Nick that makes fun of Twitch streamers that laughs at fat people falling down the steps. <laughs> it's the same guy. <laughs> it's the same guy that likes stop. to drink. You got to stop telling me these jokes because. I see it in my head. I watch. <laughs> <It's terrible. laughs> I laugh too. Hey, listen, man. I I take my friend Ryan uh, to theme parks. He can't stand when uh, when overweight people are in those motorized scooters, uh, taking up space when they they probably should be walking. That's his. Uh, that's his. Thing. And I just watch. I just listen to him talk. It just makes me laugh. I can't stop laughing at his, Wait, He I goes on what, for like I know two what hours. Ryan, you're man. talking about. Ryan Kennel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I bet that dude's a riot. Never take him to a water park. Oh, that'd be a disaster. I, he's so funny. I don't know why. Like, he's around other people, and people are like, Ryan's so loud. I like loud people. It's funny. Listen, I'm 6'4, 260. No one's really gonna say anything to me. But I just laugh. You know, we were we were at the theme park the other the other day, and I was recording. <laughs> And Ryan was going off saying, I can't stand fat people in a motorized scooter. They just take up everything. They're hitting kids. They need to be out here. And on cue, he almost gets run over (laughs) by a cart, by a big, a large woman living large. on. Listen, eat what you want to eat and have fun. But a large woman on a cart, he almost gets run over. Yeah. He's like, see, this is what I'm talking about. Now, the husband was walking (laughs) and heard him yelling. He turns around. It's like, do you have a problem? And uh, me and I turn around with with Nick, with uh, Ryan and look at him and I just start laughing. I can't hold it. Like I, you know, it's like I can't hold it. You know. And so it anyway. Like that's it's like no, yeah, that's, but she has a glandular problem. You might want to get looked at. It's like, <laughs> exactly. I mean, but it's just like the the people like you and everyone who's real, uh, because that's the problem in society. In my one of one of the problems in society, we don't laugh anymore. Yes. everyone's a little too wound up you know everyone's uh we're, we're being like uh you know we got to be sensitive to uh everyone's issue and uh so you can't speak you know you can't talk you can't uh you can't laugh you can't laugh at people tripping you know but we're the type of people that if i trip and fall and break my leg you're gonna laugh your head off but you'll help me up you know what i mean yeah. it's like that's but she'll still laugh and constantly laugh at me years down the road. You remember that place, Jay? <laughs> <laughs> you tripped over a rock and broke your leg like a loser. You remember that? <laughs> you remember when you tripped on a pebble and almost died, you idiot? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 
Well, dude, I uh, I was just I was uh, where was I? I was always oh, at the dentist the other day and they do that that, that thing where that you have to fill out the medical form. Like as if your dentist needs to know if you've ever had like your gallbladder removed or it's, it's like major surgeries. It's like, well, I had, I've had two knee surgeries. Uh, one of them was cause I smashed my knee on my van while I was holding a kid and I kind of slipped and, uh, and it swelled, swelled up and stayed that way for like six months. Like, okay, I gotta get that fixed. Uh, but then the, the other one, I don't know what happened. I'm in my kitchen and my sister-in-law was standing at the Island and I had to kind of move behind her. So I sidestep and I just hear, and I was like, uh, uh, okay. And then my leg didn't bend anymore. Right. And so it was like, I got hurt stepping in my kitchen. Like it's the oldest thing I've ever heard of. I'm like, Oh God, I'm so fucking old. (laughs) And I had to get get surgery. I wouldn't tell that story. (laughs) (laughs) Dang, Nick, you all right? What happened? I walked in my kitchen. Was there a knife on the ground or something? Nope. No. Just hardwood floor. I just stepped. And and yeah. uh... So it must have been some old injury that just finally gave way or something. But it was was still, it was like, this is the most depressing. But of course, you laugh at it. Like, I laughed at it then. I'm like, (laughs) this is the dumbest thing in the world. Uh, My my leg is broken. I'm going to have to have surgery and and six months of rehab for it. Oh, cool. Great. Thanks. Jeez. But that's then, that's the way it is. And and you nailed it, man. It's you can't laugh. Everything has to be serious all the time. You have to be, oh, you have to be conscious about this person, that person. Well, you might have offended that person or this group. And it's like, dude, can like I'm not here to offend anybody. I don't really care about anybody. Maybe that's more offensive, but I don't care about your group, your status, who you are. It doesn't matter to me. I just want some mirth in my life. Yeah. Is that too hard to ask? Yeah. Why does everything have to be complicated? All right. I got a question for you because, um, and I actually have a whole bunch of cool questions, but this, this one just kind of came up. Okay. I was called to go to jury duty. All right. Have you ever had to, in your whole law practice, have you ever had to do jury duty stuff? Like, okay. Never in my adult life have I been called to jury duty. Okay. But have you had, were you on the other side of it at all? Where you had to like find jurors? I never had to have a jury trial. So. Okay. Hashtag All right. blessed. I think it's the worst thing to for anything. If there's a hell, jury duty is after. Like, that's how bad jury that's duty is. That's when you're is. bad in hell and you die there, you go to jury duty. I mean, it's like, so I get called in. They send you a card. This is, this is in Florida. They send you a card and they go, all right, you're summoned to be here. Make sure you're not late. Uh, and then they tell you what to wear. No jeans, no shorts, no this, no that, no that, no this, no that. So I'm like, okay. If not, you could be, uh, what is it, perjury or something or fines. You could, yeah, whatever, contempt. So I show up. I follow the rules. Everybody else is in shorts and jeans, right? <laughs> yeah. So then, like, the guy, whoever is moderating, whatever that is, uh, shows up and was like, oh, you're wearing shorts. You can't wear shorts here. Just leave. So they just so they just left and like they didn't have to participate. And I was like, if that's how easy it is, I would have left. I would have wore shorts. so I could leave. So then they went through this whole like checking everyone's dress code and all this stuff. And the room is like eight degrees cold. You know, it's freezing. 
So then I get called. They're like, all right, go to this place. So I go and it's an auto accident. Apparently someone driving a giant truck from a company hit a car and the lady's suing for, I don't know what it was. It was a, it was a, it was a huge amount. Right. So they start asking the questions, right? I make it to day four. Okay. I make it to day four and they come to me and they said, sir, have you ever been to church? That was the question. And okay. I was like, well, yeah, you know, Easter, a lot of people go on Easter, Christmas, things like that. And they're like, ah, oh, that's good enough for me. He's got to go. And I was <laughs> like, what? You had me here for four days <laughs> while there was a guy next to me the whole time who was like, he had something in his throat the whole time. He's like, Ugh. you ever been around those people? Oh, it's God, like yeah. three to four hours of, <laughs> and you just like, you give him the half turn. Hoping that he would notice, like, hey, hey, can you can you either hack that out or swallow it down? One of the two, like, just give it a give it the good heave. Like, stop trying to keep it under your breath. Go in the bathroom and spit out whatever whatever semen you got in your mouth from last night. Like, just get that shit out, get it out, and come back and stop it. I'm tired of this. It just kept. I was like, "Can can we get a mint, water, anything?" It's no. It's it's. So the guy's trying to talk about the case. <laughs> Asked if I went to church, and it had nothing to do with my faith. They just they were looking for. I guess they they were like, "Oh, you might feel merciful, you know, on the person because uh, you might we don't be a want good anyone person." Who believes yeah, in we want someone that are like, yeah. The funniest thing ever, though, the lawyers came up and they go. We're from, I don't know, I'm making up a name here, like Swanson and Johnson attorney. Has anybody ever heard of us before? And everyone's like raising their hand. They're like, yeah, we do the commercials that run from 12 to 3. You know, if you're in an accident, (laughs) call Swanson and Johnson and we'll take care of you. So it was like, if you've seen the commercial, we might not want you. (laughs) It's like, what? Can you fix it, Nick? Can you do something to fix this, please? Like, what what is this? Jury duty? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> can I sue? Can I sue uh, for wasting four days that they didn't even pay me because I didn't get selected uh, of my time? Oh, oh, I think I could have gotten paid. I think it was like $16 a day. Yeah. Like, that's what it was. And then I could turn in my little coupon to get a sandwich, a cold sandwich in the, uh, you know, the food court. Like, what is this? Those so gas like station sandwiches system. that come in the little pack, <laughs> like the plastic thing. And you're like, it's like, oh, ham. And I think that's cheese. Okay. Oh, oh yeah. Man. No, you, you can't you can't uh sue them. You can, however, kill everyone. You could do that. That's <laughs> that's it though. That's your only option. It's a it's a pretty permanent solution though. So I don't recommend it unless you're truly serious. I'm just gonna wear shorts. Like yeah. that's it. I'm just gonna like I couldn't next, believe it. Next time just show up in like BDSM gear or whatever. <laughs> I mean it's, some, it's Florida. Have some so, nipple clamps with chains yeah. attached to your G-string and just be like, what? What's up? This is how I, this I how have to I go am. to work after this. This is how yeah. I am. <laughs> I, I just, I don't know, man. It was just, uh, that, that was a rough, that was a rough one. I've been called before, but usually when I go in, they're like, all right, we don't need you. And you leave. I'm like, this is a complete waste of time. Um, I wish they'd stop calling me, but yeah. I seem to get a notice every year. Um, but yeah, have I've you ever had... A- have you ever had like uh, what was like? I don't know if you're allowed to talk about this, but have you ever had like like what was your worst client? Have you ever had like a uh, really bad client that like you're hired, 
All right, they hire you, you know, they call you up, they go to that website and they find <laughs> you and they hire you. And uh, uh Yeah, I've had some bad ones. Um let's see. I had I had a guy uh who he was uh paranoid. He's a paranoid guy. The problem is his paranoia was like part justified. He's like Yo, you know, they're flying planes around my property, flying drones. I'm like, they're not flying. Why the fuck are they flying drones? <laughs> they they came into my house and they stole stuff. They're not stealing stuff out of your house. I've been in your house, just messy. But then, like, the, the DNR comes up to me, because this guy owned a farm, right? DNR comes up to me with a bunch of drone photos of his farm. And I'm like, what, you guys were flying drones? <laughs> <laughs> I thought this guy is crazy. And uh, they're like, no, we were flying the drones because he had he had like dredged out a ditch that he what that they said he wasn't. Oh, and uh, so if you have a wetland in Minnesota, you this is so stupid. You can't take stuff out of the wetland and put it in the wetland. I want you to Wait, process what? that. Say that yes. again. So <laughs> can't take so like, stuff out of the wetland and put it in the wetland. So but it's uh, already in there. Exactly. So this guy, so he's got a creek, right? And beavers will come and build up like dams and, and shit all over the creek and block it up. And so then that stops up the water and can flood a field. You know what I'm saying? So um, he goes in with a backhoe and pulls out all the, the beaver detritus or whatever. And then he deposits it next to the creek. That's a big no-no in Minnesota. You can't okay. do that. That is damaging a wetland. It's like, well, he's like he's adding fill to the wetland. It's like, no, he's he's literally just pulling it out of the creek so it flows and putting it next to the creek on the creek shore. And they they lost their minds. He had to go in and bulldoze it back out and take it off of the wetland. And it's like, why? And I mean, this is you know, this is like not a huge deal. Anyway, that guy, he was, he was a fine client for most of the time, but he was crazy and paranoid. And if anything didn't go his way, he went off the handle and he eventually threatened to punch me in the face. And so I had to, <laughs> I had to fire him. I was like, yeah. I was like, dude, I don't have to deal with this. Uh, you fired so, your client. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, he was, he had been progressively getting more and more mad. The reality was he didn't want my advice anymore. I mean, and that's yeah. fine. Uh, but he, he was he was talking to some other lawyer who was lying to him about uh, depositions. And I told him the truth. I was like, no, you, you have to answer these questions. And he's like, no, the other lawyer said you could just leave. I said, well, I'm the guy you pay to tell you the truth. That's the guy who lies to get you to hire him. So what do you, what do you want from me? And then he started freaking out. That's when he threatened to punch me in the face. So I fired him. I said, okay, good luck with your <laughs> good luck with your deposition, buddy. I, I don't take I don't take threats of violence. You're done. Uh, so I had that guy and then I had, um, I had another case that I was assisting on and it, I, it, they kept saying they were going to hire me for this. And it was a, it was a guy who had gotten his own daughter pregnant, uh, which is awful. <laughs> right. What? Like, he wanted to hire yeah. you. Yeah. Well, I'm a criminal defense attorney. I got and you. So okay. he, uh, his family wanted to hire me and now, when they were selling me the case, right? They said there's all sorts of issues like the DNA tests. Uh, the DNA tests clearly show that he's not the dad, all this stuff. And so, and, and she had made false accusations. She had accused 11 men 
of of impregnating her right uh so uh that's that's how this is pitched and the the she had accused 11 different men of impregnating her all right but the dna tests were not wrong <laughs> like they were yeah. not they did not show someone else that the, not the father yeah no he definitely was he was like, the father yeah so they they didn't understand how to read them so when i finally get a hold of these things and i call the genetic expert and I'm like, here's the results. He's like, yeah, don't hire me. This is not that guy. That guy is fucking guilty. So, uh, so I, you know, for that one, I was like, okay, well, uh, if you hire me, we're probably going to do a plea deal, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, we're definitely going to hire you. They never came up with any money. Um, oh. so, so they didn't hire me, but the guy that was on the hook for helping them, he, had set up a vacation. He thought they were going to hire me. So he set up to go help his daughter move into college on the uh, plea hearing day. And this guy was going to plead guilty. And so then he hired me to do the guilty plea hearing. Um, and that was a fucking nightmare. Uh, just, just long story short, <laughs> that was a nightmare, but you know, you got this, you got this guy. It's like the most horrific crime you can imagine. And you know, he did it because there's a kid. Yeah. So, uh, it was it was weird. It was weird. But I mean, you have to go home, you know, at night and be like, geez, you never guess what I did today, honey. <laughs> <laughs> you never guess what I talked to today. But he's uh, uh, YouTube he's is a lot prison. easier, isn't it? Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, he's yeah. You, YouTube's a lot easier. He's in prison now. He did. He did plead guilty. Uh, he got uh, I think he got 12 years in prison. Um, and then he's, you know, he'll be monitored for the rest of his life. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, YouTube is way better <laughs> than dealing with that shit. I can imagine. <laughs> so. Uh, we see you get into your little squirmishes with people on Twitter and on <laughs> YouTube. It just seems like you have more fun, uh, trolling people and, uh, you know, talking about them on your channel than anything. It's just like, no fear, Nick. You said something stupid. I'm going to call you out and then call you retarded at the same time. <laughs> like, that's just that's just how it works. Listen, if you would you have of all the high profile cases you've seen over the years, like from OJ to Rittenhouse, would you have liked to have worked on one of those cases? Or is it like, um, or is it just too stressful? Like, is, are those things become like well, it's, uh, stressful for me? Uh, two, two things to know about me. I have a real problem dealing with authority. Yeah. Well, we know that. <laughs> I'm, I'm a very independent kind of person. So a lot of these high profile cases, you need to have a team, uh, a very robust team. The Kyle Rittenhouse case costs over a million dollars to defend. And that's, you know, they've got the two, the two main lawyers, Richards and Sharafsi, uh, then you've got uh, Miss Wisco, who's a lawyer. Uh, she didn't do as much argument, but she, she's there in the courtroom every day doing the research stuff, handling the tech issues. You got paralegals. You got all this stuff. And you have to have this cohesive team with someone in charge building it up. I have never had a team like that. You know, I was always just me, solo guy, happy to handle, you know, solo style cases. Um, so what I've liked to work... Uh, Maybe, but one, I don't, I don't want somebody else telling me what to do. <laughs> so not so much on that front. If I was leading the team possibly, but that's a pain because then somebody's bitching about something and I don't like dealing with that either. Uh, I, I find them 
wildly fascinating to talk about. Yeah. But, um, you know, if, if it ever came down to it, would I work on like a, a high profile case? If someone really wanted me to maybe, uh, you know, I'd certainly consider it, but for the most part, I just like to sit back, kick up my feet and laugh and, uh, and talk about it and explain it to normal people. It's, um, have a it's, cigar. Yeah. And, but I mean, that OJ team was like, was there a better collection of like high end attorneys that came together? It was like Thanos's yeah. gauntlet, you know, they yeah. just put them all, like they, they yeah. literally, he literally put them all together. And Johnny Cochran and, was the middle finger. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. Like, uh, and no, I mean, they, they, you know, there, there are a couple cases where things all come together and they, they execute it just flawlessly. I mean, the, the OJ case is one, the George Zimmerman case versus mm. Trayvon Martin. I mean, there you have just excellent legal work being done recently. The Dr. Husel trial, uh, that guy over in, Ohio or whatever, wherever accused of killing, uh, 14 patients. And his, uh, he had by ba- uh, Jose Baez, uh, who is, uh, I think he did Jody Arias's trial or no Casey Anthony. He did Casey Anthony's trial. And like that guy is just a phenomenal defense attorney and they ran an excellent defense. I mean, so you, you see it from time to time and you're like, man, this is just really good lawyering. Um, and then you see, then you see other stuff, you know, you see. But do you think trial. some of those, well, do you think some of those high profile attorneys, they take cases knowing that the, that the person they're defending can't afford it, but they will make their money like afterwards, right? Do you think that's part of the, you know, like deal or something? To, oh, or do, yeah. do they know that going in? Like, it's like, I know, I know you don't have 5 million to give me, but if I take this case and win, I'll probably make 20 million after it's over. So they just kind of work something like that out. Is that, you think that's what goes on or. Yeah. Uh, I know, I know one place that that has gone on and didn't go well. Um, oh. are you, are you familiar with, uh, what's his name? Oh my gosh. I I'm trying to think of it. The kid in Michigan, he tweeted out a picture or he, uh, put on Instagram, I think it was, or Snapchat, a picture of his AR 15, uh, and said he was going up to Mar- uh, Lucas Gerhard is his name. Um, I'm not familiar with that case. Okay. So it's a kid. He's uh, headed back to school in Michigan, back to college. And he posts on Snapchat only to his friend group on Snapchat. Hey, taking this up to up North to watch the snowflakes melt. And by snowflakes, I mean, snow There's a picture of his AR 15. And then one of them showed someone else. And that person reported it to the police as a terroristic threat that he was going to shoot up the school. And, uh, and so he's, he got charged and the first lawyer that they had was, uh, kind of on social media, you know, and he was, he was acting like a hotshot and said that he was going to take it for a really low cost or whatever. And he was going to blow it up for publicity. And, and then that's how, you know, that would be his kind of payment was that he could, he could publicly, publicly kind of talk about it. And he got wow. his ass kicked, uh, in, in court. Um, and the, the kid, you know, they didn't go to trial. They still haven't gone to trial on it, but, uh, the kid's been under arrest since November or no August of 2020. Uh, he's been, he was in prison or in jail for 83 days and he's been on house arrest, uh, since then. And it's it like this, this hot shot was, he was on Facebook the night before talking about how he was going to go in there. He's going to destroy the DA 
and the DA came in there and just kicked the shit out of him in his probation hearing. So, uh, yeah, I mean, there are lawyers who do that. Yeah. Uh, That's what I would assume because, like, these high-profile cases, you got book deals, talk shows. Um, They even make, like, move, like, you know, now it's like uh, they'll make, down the down the road they'll make a, a tv drama about it and all the everything that goes everything that goes with it you know oh yeah um, how many oj movies mini movies whatever has come out i'm sure kyle rittenhouse will have his it, you know whenever because that's was such a high profile case as well mm-hmm. um with everything going on have you ever had like uh did you ever take a case where you where you felt like and and then you won and you're like this is one of the biggest victories for this law firm Cause you oh, were kind of like my, my first case was a big victory. It was, uh, it was great. Um, I took it for free and it was a, um, it was a custody, uh, it was a custody case. And the, uh, you know, the long story short is the dad, the dad had been abusive to the mom, never to the kid. Uh, the mom had to get a restraining order against the dad because you know, even, even when they were, they were never married. But when they were co-parenting, but, you know, separated or whatever, uh, he he had uh, he had beaten her pretty bad. And, you know, the kid tried to intervene. He almost ended up hitting the kid. He didn't hit the kid, though. I don't think so. They but but then she got the restraining order on him. uh, And so they had to have like controlled exchanges of the kid. And then he just ghosted for like eight months. He just disappeared. And then he comes back and he wants to have. Uh, you know, so she's got eight months of time where she's like doing school and everything. And he comes back and he wants custody and which was fine. Uh, we didn't, we didn't mind him having custody. We just needed to negotiate out child support. Um, and, and so we, we went to this thing, full mediation and worked out the child support. We asked for less than the state requirements and everything. Uh, and we, we negotiated out all the holidays we get through. It was two days two days is mediation. And right at the end, we get to the issue of back child support. And, uh, he owed by the calculation, something like $6,800 in back child support. So we said, give us four grand and we're done. The whole thing's done. Right. And he said, I won't pay a dime of back child support. It's like, bro, you're gone like eight months. You're going to pay. And uh, he says, my, my lawyer says I won't have to. Said, well, <laughs> I mean, it's a statute and it's clear in the statute. It's just math, man. This is what you make. This is what she makes. We go down the list. Here's your expenses. And we come up with a number. It's a math formula. This is what you'll pay. I promise you, if we go to court, we're going to get this amount. And his, uh, his attorney is a 30-year family law attorney uh, here in Minnesota. And this is my first case ever. And so she says, well, he won't have to pay. And I said, I mean, fine. Negotiation's done. We're out. And we walk away. And uh, we we met up in court, you know, a couple of days later. She walks up to me with all the shit we negotiated. And she's like, here, this is the deal. You know, we just have the back child support. I said, no, 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 no. <laughs> we don't have any deals. Now, you put everything back on the table. She's like, that's not how it works. I said, there's no contract on earth where I make a bunch of concessions and then you decide at the last minute that you're not going to concede on the last item. And we're just going to figure that out. So we don't have a deal. You know, we don't have a deal. And so she's like, well, we'll have the judge decide. Obviously, the judge says, yeah, there's no deal here. And so then we we start going through every 
issue. And, and I, I guess I say, I've never taken anything to trial that, that case, we went to a bench trial in front of the judge and uh, you know, we had, we did examine cross-examination of, of the witnesses. He tried to like, they tried to fake um, expenses for his parents uh, doing babysitting. So like he would write them checks for babysitting, but they'd never cash them. So have his dad on the stand and you know, he testified that he had given his dad like a check for $2,000 said, did you cash that check? No. And like, of course you didn't cash a check because your grandpa, right? Like you're not going to charge your son to watch your grandson. Cause these were, uh, these were, you know, they were, it was an Asian family, very traditional value. You could tell right off the bat. I'm like, there's no way grandma and grandpa Asian are going to check. Like they're going to charge their kid or they're going to, yeah, charge their kid for babysitting services. They're all like, you know, they're not poor or anything like that. And so, you know, I had to, had to tear him apart. We got done. That guy ended up paying. Uh, we got him the, the nor the full child support amount, which we had, we had asked for like 60% of the child support full back child support. And he ended up paying his attorney, like an additional $30,000 wow. in fees trying to fight against it. And we got done. I said, I told you we were going to win because it's just math. Yeah. And he, oh man, he should have, he should, I don't know what he should have done with his attorney, but she was a piece of work, but yeah. Uh, so <laughs> just math people, just we math. were, it was my first case and we stomped a 30 year family law firm into the dirt. I mean, and they, they lost on every single issue at every single hearing. Wow. So yeah, I felt, I felt pretty good about that one. That How did you good. celebrate? Uh, I didn't really drink much back then. So I just, you know. <laughs> so it's when you got older, you started drinking more. <laughs> well, I was, I was a lawyer for a little while and I was like, you know, I think proper lawyers drink whiskey. So I'm going to start drinking whiskey. So then I did, but like up until then I didn't really drink that much. Uh, so <laughs> like, what's your favorite, what's your favorite whiskey? Oh, that's uh, whatever's that's, on the counter. <laughs> no, no, no. I, this is, this is legitimately my favorite whiskey right here. It's oh, uh, look at that. Kentucky Owl last batch rye. It's the last one, batch number four. It's a 10-year rye whiskey, and it is um genuinely a pleasure to drink. Uh can't get it anymore. There well, you can still get them a couple of them. I have three bottles. That's it. And once it's gone, well, so I'm you're don't one know of those people. You bought them all off the shelf so no one can have any. No, I, well, I bought, I bought all the ones in my town. Um, and this is the last one in my town. And then one of my viewers wow. found two and he's like, Hey man, I can get these for you if you want. And so he sent me those two. I think he found two more. So I might have him, I might have him pick up those also, but I'm going to look for that Kentucky owl. I wrote that down. Yeah. They have a, they have Kentucky owl confiscated bourbon. They have a Kentucky owl 10 year bourbon. And then this last batch rye, the bourbons are fine. The rye is amazing um, because it's like everywhere it touches in your mouth lights up. It tingles. It feels electric, dude. It's it's the most interactive whiskey I've ever drank. That sounds awesome. <laughs> I, Tingling in like, my mouth. I mean, yeah. <laughs> from from alcohol, like, you know, I'm used to just Coors Light, you know, like that's just that's where I'm at. So it's time to upgrade. But there you that's, go. <laughs> everyone wanted me to ask. They were like, ask him what he's drinking. What is what is Nick drinking tonight? So, you know, well, I'm trying, I try not to drink that one too much. I had a 
I, I only have it right next to me because I have a celebration. I had a celebration stream the other night and I drank enough that I don't remember what the celebration was for, but it was, it was good times. <laughs> is, is that stream still up or did you have to come back and be like, yeah, I have, said too much there. I have not. Uh, I don't think I've taken down any streams. I've got two that were taken down by YouTube that I can really? see here. Yeah. Two that were taken down by YouTube. Um, uh, let's see. One of them was uh, CPAC day three uh, back in 2021, February 2021, because Trump was on. He talked about the election stuff and that that got that. Yeah. I got a strike for that. The other one was um, I think I was watching. Uh, oh, no, no. This is the more recent one. September 26, 2021. This one got taken down and they said that I violated the terms on the election stuff. And I was like, I didn't, I wasn't even talking about the election. And then they, they ended up saying, oh yeah, it was someone in your chat. And I was like, what someone in my chat said something. And so therefore I, my wow. channel got a strike and, uh, that was it. And then the, the, yeah, the community guidelines, people stopped talking and stopped saying anything. And, but yeah, so that was, that was fun. Uh, but no, no. Uh, I keep I keep all my streams up. I have some that are unlisted because they were on my archive channel when I was trying an archive channel out. But then uh, YouTube deleted my archive channel. They <laughs> so, did? Yeah, they were. They said it violated the rules. I'm not sure what rule it was. I have an idea of what rule it was, but um, like I, I don't just actually... uh, re-uploading and like stuff like that. Was that? No, I think it was because while I was banned on that one stream i just mentioned i did a i oh. did a stream over there and i guess that's a no-no oh you didn't you didn't you didn't serve your punishment the way they yeah they wanted you to, to serve um yeah, but, what is did you did you did your kids ever uh find your youtube channel they know i have one they don't they know they're <laughs> they know they're not allowed to watch it i mean you oh, never okay, okay you never know but i can't imagine like I've seen what they watch on YouTube and it is so far removed from what I do that I can't imagine they could sit through even a minute of my show. I mean, it's like my dad's a YouTube star. It's got a hundred thousand <laughs> people watching him. Not like this guy playing uh, Minecraft only has six, 6,000. So uh, 600,000, man, those Minecraft videos yeah, are yeah. so many they flipping. Oh God, they're a disaster. They watch this. <laughs> they watch this show called boxy or something it's these two zoomer assholes sitting there just being like wow all the time and there's like loud sound effects and i just like every time it's on i want to find an ice pick and shove it in my brain i hate I, it I, I i run the the theme park channel for geeks and gamers and so i bump into a lot of theme disney theme park youtubers and they just yeah. act so you know when they turn the camera on they they literally, it's like they dial it down to, to eight years old. It's just like, we've got ice cream, everyone. Wow. Look at that. Look at that. Just yeah. Like, what, dude? Like, but hey, you know, whatever their hustle is, you know, it's just what I guess they, they realize a lot of kids uh, watch, watch them uh, trekking around Disney World. So they, they dial dude, it down for that. Yeah. It, it's, it's crazy. It might, like every all the kids content I watch now, it's it's all like the highest of energy all the time. Everything's a yell. Everything's a jump scare. You got that bring 
sound effect yeah. that's everywhere and it's like this is too much like i'm bom- my senses are bombarded i don't <laughs> i can't understand and then uh you know like sometimes the kids will start getting really extra on everything right they'll be overly emotive <laughs> And I'll sit, I'll be like, you knock that shit off. You're talking like a YouTuber and it's stupid. No one talks like this in real life. Knock it off. That's true. <laughs> but then you go from that extreme. If you ha't never heard of uh, Nick Ricada's, uh twitch twitch rants about the women on Twitch, they're freaking legendary. There was a few times on the Yellow Flash live stream Flashcast where you went off and I was like, I almost text Flash like, can I just clip that out and upload <laughs> Nick going <laughs> off for 20 minutes on uh, these women who uh, who just breathe in the microphones or whatever. Oh, the ASMR? Yeah, like whatever they do. Well, we were looking at a few of them. I was on and they just, one of them. Yeah, that's it. They had one where the microphone was a shape of an ear and they were just like <laughs> licking it. And people were yeah. just throwing money like and I'm like, man, I'm in the wrong like <laughs> I'm in the wrong niche, you know, because if I just for an hour just have like a rubber ear on my microphone and lick it and, and make, you know, five grand an hour. It's like. I'll just put a mask on. No one will know it's me like uh, that. <laughs> yeah, put it. A- Put a mask on, wear a body fitting suit, but put some like tits in there. <laughs> That's just all they. I, it was it's unbelievable going down that uh, rabbit hole there and just seeing how much. But but you said it best though. It's like they prey on males nurturing. I don't know exactly how you put it, but it was just it's, like it's uh, our it's our biology, right? Like our our provider and protector traits, where yeah. uh you know men men know to attract women. We need to be adequate, like for long-term stuff, we, we need to be adequate providers in some way. Women are attracted. Uh, look, ladies, before you're like, no, I like biceps. I got it. But uh, th- women are attracted to the idea of security. Sometimes that's muscle, physical protection. Other times it is, it is monetary protection because you're going to raise kids. This is just wired into us forever. You're going to raise kids and this person's going to protect you at your most vulnerable times in some way or another. And so guys are wired to respond to that so they can hopefully enter into you and make kids. That's the whole idea. <laughs> and so this is the shortcut, right? It puts the female typically exhibiting some of the traits that attract us, right? Like nice curvy hips or whatever. And, and like a decent, uh, a decent set up top. And you put that <laughs> right in front of us. And then you, you give us the opportunity to attract and get some attention from this person. They write your name. They say your name. They whisper and purr like, Oh, Jay or whatever. <laughs> and, and like, it's this, it's this short circuit. And so guys do that and it fulfills that thing, but it's not fulfilling. And so then they sit and they come back and do it and do it and do it over and over again. I think it's highly predatory. I think it's actually terrifying um, because it, it is a way in the same way that we would say that some guy walking around handing out like hundreds at Mardi Gras to take pictures of chicks, like lifting up their shirts would be predatory. Like society would suggest that that's a predatory act. Of course it is. Cause that's a guy using his security trait to get a, a quick hit off of someone else. 
but we don't think of it as it's not exploitative in the same way, either direction. So there, but, but it's the same thing. We're, we're using that short circuit biology uh, to, to extract something from someone else. That's a value to me. Well, I mean, also it's like $5 and a hot woman will say my name. Yeah. Th- that's not, exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. Right? It's like, it's like, uh, that's, that's it. But seriously, man, you want, oh, maybe you do. You want a girl to come home and like hold up a rubber ear and just chew on it in front of you for an hour. No, like that. nobody actually wants that. Right. But, but for just a second, for just a second, they're like, it's like, <laughs> so gross. right. And it's, it's your ear for one second. That's that $5 just bought you that it was your ear. Thank you. James. Uh, I told that. I told that when I was having dinner with Gina, Gina Carano. <laughs> I told her, I was like, you know, things get really bad for you. Yeah. <laughs> you can always do this. I was like, people will pay top dollar uh, to hear you. I was telling her about ASMR. I was like, you can just whisper in a microphone. She's like, what is that? I was like, I pulled no, up, she- like, you just type it in. I'm like, look, this is what these people do. Look at all the money they're getting. And they're just, <sighs> whatever they're doing. And she's like, one chick who rubs her hair. She's like, is this real? I was like, it's as real as real can be. (laughs) She's like, wrap off. We're trying to eat here. I was like, I was just letting you know you had options. Okay. So I, she almost punched me, you know, like right in the face, but I've got a business pitch for her. I've got a business pitch. She only has to do it once. It'd be hilarious. There is a $10,000 ASMR microphone. Like you saw the ears, right? Those are between $500 and $2,000 for those ear microphones. There's a $10,000 one that's a whole head. A whole head is a microphone. So you can like scratch along the scalp and it'll sound like it's coming like that, right? You like rub the back of the head. So you got to get Gina to get one of those and just kick the shit out of it. It'll be Gina, Gina kicks my ass ASMR. And so people can drop like idea. People can drop a hundred dollars or whatever. Like knock me out, mommy Gina. And then she just throws a big kick right upside that fucking skull. That'd be beautiful. I I asked her (laughs) that too one day. I was like, has anybody ever uh like wanted you to she goes, she goes, Yeah, men are dumb. They want me to punch them all the time. (laughs) It's like, hey, it's Gina, will you punch me dead in the face, please? Like it'd be awesome. Like break my nose. Like that's what I want. And I'm like, well, I don't want that. So just like <laughs> keep that in mind. Yeah, that. She didn't me. punch me one time. We were in uh, uh we were when we were in Vegas. Um I was like, she was around a bunch of like her fans and stuff they were talking. And uh she, I I just butted in and I was like, I think I could kick your butt. I was like, if we fought, if we fought, Gene, I, c- I could win. I just got to beat you in the first round because I think, you know, after round two, I get tired. Yeah. I said, but, uh, you know, I said, I think I can get you in the first round. And she, like, she wound up and hit, like, punched me in the shoulder. And, you know, I'm a big man, so I was like, <laughs> God, jeez. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I was just talking here to laugh. I didn't want you to punch. Like, she was just laughing, and she just kind of, like, popped me. I was like, yeah, that didn't hurt. God, dang. <laughs> hurt. like I felt like my spine shift to the left, and so you know. Well, uh, Gina, she's uh, 
before anyone takes this in the wrong way, Gina's a lovely woman, but she wasn't one of these dainty female fighters, right? Like she's taller. She's strong. Like you, I remember yeah, she's, watching she's, her fight. She's uh, she was very muscular, very strong. And uh, yeah, she can, she could definitely put some meat behind a punch. Ah, uh, yeah. It, 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 I was surprised. I didn't think she was going to punch me, but uh, how much so would I have to bear to kick your ass? Like, if I well, could to... I hire you to sue her? Like she punched me <laughs> a year ago, and I think I still have a little. No, Wait, would you ever take it? So, so if I went to uh, Ben and Jerry's and they ate all the ice cream and tripped and fell, would you take my case to sue them because I put on a bunch of weight and I fell because of it? Like, would you? Would you ever take a case? Should I go onto that wonderful website that we showed and like quit, click click on the uh, quote? Here's you what I would quote? do. Here's how here's how I would handle your case, okay? I would demand the video from Ben and Jerry's of you falling, right? And then I would refer you to a very competent personal injury attorney in your state. Oh. And then I'm like, I would I put on all this weight. Then I would play the video of the fat Jay falling <laughs> on YouTube and make fun of you and I would get the referral fee for referring you to the personal injury attorney. And then I would monetize your, your fat ass falling down <laughs> over and over again. I'm that- sure you've had requests though. You had never had like a request and you look at it and go, what the heck? What is wrong with these people? Like don't answer this phone. Call. <laughs> like, like, like oh. tell these people we don't do that type of work. Like you ever get like I, well, I some get a- really oddly strange requests. I mean, I know yeah. some you can't talk about. I, I totally get that, but did, like, was yeah. there ever? Without getting into specifics, man, I, I get I get a lot of requests from people, and I feel bad on these. This is why. Of this course, is, this is one of the main reasons I like doing YouTube more is because you have to. I have to say no because these people they everybody wants you to take their case pro bono, which oh, is yeah, fine. Yeah. Uh, it, it's fine to ask, but like you're you're never gonna find someone to do it for the most part. But and it's always some like kind of obscure thing about something like some obscure gun issue inside some state and and they'll they will the email will have like paragraphs of why this is definitely super illegal if only someone will look into it or whatever and it's like well but i mean it might be but it's not that simple of a case like it, for you it's simple because you have a principle and and you believe that you're right and you you may be right you may be wrong i don't know but they're like yeah just just take my case it's like dude you're you're going against like the atf and state law enforcement agencies like just sue the government for me and please take it pro bono it's like man you need to go to like a a a nonprofit that specializes in suing the government for these things because that's how they make their money because they're not you're not extracting a ton of cash out of the government even if you win but you know there are groups that will fight the government and then people donate to those groups to fight the government but yeah i i get a bunch of those um i got one uh just just today uh, and it, it was like i think it's for a cop that uh that is being accused of excessive force or something like that i i couldn't quite tell from the message and it's like will you please take this up and it's like what do you what do you want me like one i it would be unethical for me to call this person who i've never heard and say i'll take your case two uh it's in a different state three i can't even tell what the issue is from this message so uh but i i do get a lot of those yeah but um because 
because I know you, I actually get emails asking, do you think Nick would take this case? <laughs> uh, they just were like, hey, can you do me a favor? I've been trying to read this. All right, let me tell you all our relationship, everyone. Uh, of course, I know Nick through everyone, Yellow Flash, uh, other YouTubers and stuff. The funny thing is, I've been I was talking to Nick in his DMs saying, hey, do you want to come on the podcast to talk on the show? And he doesn't answer me. Um, but then he's in our other chat saying, will you guys answer your DMs? Like, what is wrong with you? I've been trying to get a hold of y'all. And I'm like, <laughs> can you answer my please, buddy? Uh, can you answer? <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah. Okay, so I so I think you're I think the only reason he's on here is because of a pity uh, making a, you know he made no, I just <laughs> lose track of him. I just lose track of him. You know I how it is though. Him, oh yeah. Dude, you get once once people start following you on social media, you get so many like I get DMs my lately people have found out like a couple people found out I responded to Instagram DMs. Yeah. Just, tons of instagram dm requests facebook i get them to my personal i get them to my business facebook i get them on twitter uh i get tons of emails this one weirdo dude he flooded my email like literally maxed out my email just by sending me so many stupid emails a day it was like man will you please find a bridge and jump off of it like <laughs> i like <laughs> The worst, you know what I would get like uh, when when I first had uh, not to keep bringing her up, but on my Gina Carano on the channel, my email blew up from news people to because they were like, "How did you get an interview?" and we can't figure it out. To people, one guy sent me like they were sending stuff in my PO box to have her sign and send yeah. back to her, and I'm just like, one guy sent about 40. I can't, I didn't count them all. I don't remember. It was like 30 to 40 uh, Funko Pops, like the Cardoon Funko Pops. And he literally just have her like, sign all these, please. Just sent it without, without, yeah, there was a note that says, Hey, I'll make it worth your while. I'll have Gina sign these and send them back. So I just was like, I just folded it back up and like returned to sender. Yeah. And then the guy sends me like a hate email. Hey, I was trying to help you out. We could have made money here, but no. Why did you have to send it back? I was like, man, next time I'm just gonna keep them. Like, what are you gonna do? <laughs> like, what can you yeah. do? Like, you, how it, would it, how would you have made money there? <laughs> like, you take, hey, Gina, sign all these and then send them back. Yeah, I'm gonna guy. make that's, money that's off. That's how you. he makes money. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I I don't I don't know, but that's that's the that's the kind of stuff I was. Uh, I was getting uh, it just was and it's calmed down a lot. Thank God, because it was a lot. And then some of the other people that God bless them too, they would see memes like memes and think they were like real photos of like Gina in the hospital or something. And they're like, can you just tell her we're praying for her and we hope she gets well? And I'm like, what? She's sick. <laughs> and I'm like, so I would send it to her and be like, are you in the hospital? Like, and the meme was so the Photoshop was so bad. It was laughable, you know? Yeah. And she's like, please stop sending me this stuff. <laughs> I'm going to block you. I was like, okay, okay, no problem. So I can only imagine like, the kind of attention that you have gotten, you know, like like the request or the stuff going on in, in your, I can only imagine like what's going on in your, in your DMs. Uh, from love to hate to everything in between. Yeah, you know? it's... It's mostly it's mostly positive. the 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 downside is I, I just can't respond to everything. I wish I could, uh, but it's uh, it's you know, it's difficult. 
and it uh, gets it difficult. gets yeah and and during like the depth trial or whatever you whenever i start covering a trial here's what happened my email box it's like bling johnny depp bling advice for johnny depp bling can you tell johnny depp's lawyers bling johnny depp this bling and, and so it's like whenever i cover like a specific thing it's like boom 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 the written house stuff it was like you know, just tons of Rittenhouse emails a day. It's like, guys, I'm not on the Kyle Rittenhouse team. I can't help you. I can't help them. Can't do anything. I, I'm just, just I can comment on the show. But, uh, but yeah. So whenever that happens, is I always know when when we're getting good numbers because that's when the, <laughs> the emails start pouring in on the subject. It's like, oh, this is this is when normies have arrived because they're still using email. Got it. Okay, cool. Are you fascinated at like, did you get to a point where you were like, I'm fascinated how much money I can make on YouTube or how much money I have made? Like, does that ever like keep you humble or just like it's unbelievable? Like you remember like the, do you remember like the first time where you were like, my gosh, like, oh yeah. Look at all this. Like, what, what is this? Like people are, they really care, you know, like what I'm doing here. So they're like, they're supporting me. This is uh you know, because it, it doesn't uh, happen after your first video, of course, but you know, no, you was, get to a point. The first time was uh, Ethan Van Skyver was on my show, and I can't remember if he was debating either uh, Thomas Royloop, who's a fucking weirdo, or um, Jason Youngbluth, who's a fucking weirdo. One of those two people, and Ethan Van Skyver, like they, they're like, hey. Cause they, I had talked to Ethan a couple times. They're like, you know, Ethan Van Skyver. I want to debate him. And I was like, what? Like, huh? And so I sent him a message. I'm like, Hey, some weirdo wants to debate you and he wants to do it on my channel. You cool. And Ethan's like, sure, whatever. So he comes on to debate these guys with some beef with him. And then one of those shows I made like a thousand dollars in super chats. And it was like, Holy God. Like this is what happened. I just, I just, sat here and moderated a debate poorly for a couple hours and like there's there's this chunk of money and that was when i first like realized it and it was and every time like i talked to my dad about stuff or or whatever he's always just like i i i just don't understand like i have no idea but i i i try to be humble about it like um i don't i don't talk if people ask me stuff about them, I, I will, you know, I will talk about income on YouTube or whatever, but I, I don't, I don't see it as a brag. I see it as fortune, uh, that, that it, at this time and place has fallen in my lap. And so, you know, that's great, but I also know it's YouTube, man. They could shut yeah. you down tomorrow. Yeah. It's tomorrow. So. I, I think it's, it's, um, I know what I super chat as many people as I can too, because I appreciate what they're doing and I appreciate their content. I appreciate their insight. So it's kind of like, you know, buying a ticket to a show, you know, so I, I don't see any different in that. And people like they like to support that you're you're doing something you're doing something good. So they they want to support. But anyway, I, I want to get through a couple here real quick. Yeah, so absolutely. if you want to answer some the Internet loser for 20 says, Nick, I hope you enjoy the well-earned rest. And Jay, is it uh, is it right? Is it right? You will you will not be a guest at Genus Fan Expo in Denver. Hope you can come to Denver. Okay, so I am gonna be if uh, I'm gonna be with her in Orlando, of course. But we're working out everything. Like I'm working out trying to get to some of the other expos. It's just travel time, work schedules, things like that. So 
once I know for sure that I will be there, I will let everyone know on every social media, but I'm going to be your handler in Orlando and I don't know what I'm doing. So there, there might be, they might be watching. They're like, we can't bring Jay anymore. He's just bumbling. <laughs> He's like just walking around doing whatever. Yo, Jitsu for $5. Love the shirt, man. It says my dude. Thank you, man. Uh, my favorite, my favorite channel is bruh, uh, yeah. for $5 says bruh. Uh, thank you. Beard Business once is late in gray. Oh, gay. The penguins are getting taller, Jay. What does that mean? The penguins are getting taller. Is that? Well, penguins used to be taller than men, and uh, and then they weren't, and now they're getting taller again. Is this something you say on your show? No. No, oh. that's that's a fact. Oh, okay. I was just that's wondering. That's a real A, a lot real of people thing. are saying that in the chat. I was like, I've never heard that before. Mega so. mega penguins or whatever they're called were, were a real thing. Um. The Maximus for 25, unbreaded. Hail Jay, hail Nick. Are you happy that you are the unbreaded man? Like, <laughs> touchdown. Dude, it's that, uh, that, that has become one of my Should make a shirt. secret favorite things, uh, the unbreaded. And like when people, one guy sent me a, uh, he sent me a super chat the other day and he was at work and, someone said like on paper and then <laughs> he goes unbreaded <laughs> yeah like they both made eye contact and they knew they knew at that point <laughs> that they both watched the show <laughs> it's like it's so what? fun like you know I, I i sent the stream out and they knew you were coming on like the first hundred chats was unbreaded i was like yep they know uh yep. they know bond for twenty dollars thank you for the super chat hey guys love your guts I hope to see Jay in Vegas again this year. Thank you. You guys are showing me a lot of love here. I appreciate it. I will be in Vegas, I believe, at the next at the next meetup. So hopefully I can hang out and see you guys. I got that's the last time I got I had too much to drink was at that meetup. I uh <laughs> and I and I drunk 3PO is my name. I, it's a long story. Uh it started as a joke and now I'm here kind of thing. And I go to this Vegas meetup and everyone's handing me alcohol. And I'm just like, cool, cool. And and then before you know it, you're like, man, I've had way too much. Let's go That's live. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of on the live stream. That's like almost 3,000 people watching me. I'm like walking around. I'm kissing Gary Nerdrotic, you know, on the face. People are throwing $100 for me to kiss men, you know. And like uh, I'm trying to pick up married women on the live stream. Yeah, uh, it was rough. It was a uh, rough. I had to go back the next day. Like when I saw him, like, hey, I didn't mean to like hit it on your wife. And like, I just I had too much. I uh, will never do that again. So but <laughs> they, they were like, it's cool, man. You drunk 3PO. It's all good. I'm like, OK, you're fine. Take so, her uh, cute nerd for five dollars. The pimp hat and Newports is the most hood thing. <laughs> That's in the, the early videos. Um, You got some street cred there with those Newports, man. Like yeah. Nick with some street cred. How do you like that? That's right. Uh, Bo Stoker for 10. I hear under Nick's grift, there's no soul. Just another grift. C3PO. Uh, Nick Nick was was you before Vic. Then for some reason, this racist lawyer missed a soft-headed groupies. Love you guys. Do you know, you know what's going on with that? Uh, I, I, Nick was I you think... before Vic. Then for some reason, uh, this racist lawyer amassed the soft-headed groupies. Love you. I think guys. he means amass a group of soft-headed groupies. Oh. Or, <laughs> or like a gaggle. Everyone's drinking. Uh, That's the thing. Speaking yeah. of uh drunk people, 
Cecil for five dollars. Nick, have you reached out to Kyle to see if he's open um, to shooting some more <laughs> golf ball or oh, goofballs? Yeah. Seemed like a good business opportunity for the both of you. Yeah, that's what I need. I just need another Kenosha riot and Kyle to save the day. That's it. Only this time he's got to take out like a whole crowd because you gotta you gotta upsell it, right? The sequel's always got to be more action than the original. Oh, a little less of a good it. story, but but more action. <laughs> well, it's we're guys, man. We want more action. Um, exactly. Brett, the illustrator for five. I love you both. Keep on keeping on. If you ever need some art, hit me up. P.S. Was Nick late and gay today? Uh, yes, he was. Yeah, sorry. Dude, yes, he was. I, I was telling you, so I had to go buy a new car. Um, I didn't have to, but today was the first day we've been trying to buy, uh, you know, an SUV that'll fit all my kids, which is impossible to do right now because they're sold out everywhere. I don't know if people know this, but uh, so I, I found one uh, like 45 minutes away from my house. I found one online. And so I started driving there today. I had a doctor's appointment, had to get some uh, blood taken for my, I got a physical coming up. And so I'm driving up and I call him and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to make sure. I'm like, Hey, uh, I see you have one of these on the the floor or whatever. Uh, Do you have it? Like, is it available? I said, actually, no, that's just uh, a, that's a customer custom build. And, uh, and so it's already claimed. I'm like, then why the hell is it on your website? He says, oh, we just put it up there in case they back out. I'm like, so wait, people order a car, like a a whole car, and then they don't buy it is the idea. Uh, I guess that sometimes happens. But um, he's like, yeah, so all of them are taken. I'm like, well, how long does it take to build one? A year. A year? (laughs) I don't need a car in a year. I wanted a car like today. And so I did did find a car, though. I found a, a new vehicle. Um, that's another brother there are things in this world that i just wish could be changed jury duty buying a car dmvs things like that that are just so unnecessary like you were saying earlier why does it take 10 hours to drive your car home when you're about to buy like here's my money yeah (laughs) just give me the keys it's like don't you you want to know how to drive it sir it's like you run the credit and then you once they come back and say we're good it should be like all right we're good i've already Sign all the documents. Let me go. And then the guy's like, here, let me show you how to make that. Let me show you how to, how to operate this bad boy. And I'm like, what do you mean operate this bad boy? It's a, it's a freaking car and it's got a touchscreen with words on it. I don't need you to read to me, but, uh, but they do. And I'm like, at that point, I'm like itching to go. I'm like, come on. I got, I've been sitting in this dealership for hours. I just want to leave now. And they don't even give you like a sandwich. They're like, you can buy a little bag of M&Ms while you wait. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or they have like the popcorn on... thing. Yeah. It's like oh. always that that nasty stale popcorn's been sitting there for two and a half days. Like... <laughs> yeah, then go have some popcorn while our dial up internet runs your yeah. <laughs> runs your process. Chef Nick Nero for two dollars. Jay was a jury foreman once. Me. LOL, that's funny. I know Nick. Nice. Uh I can only imagine how that worked. Uh Incognito. I love that name for five dollars drunk. You know how subtle guys are while they're trying to flirt. Clearing his throat for four days was his way of trying to get your attention. Four days. <laughs> I never thought about it. Um <clears throat> yeah, <throat> there it is. Is that how you is that how you get women's attention? You hum hum. <clears throat> <laughs> 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 
You really want to get a girl's attention, put a fake booger or something on your nose and just walk around. They'll they'll never stop staring at you. And then you can tell them later it's a joke. And then if they like your sense of humor, you're in. If they don't like yeah. it, they're not the one for you. Right. Uh, let's see. Does Nick doesn't Nick basically do the same thing every time people send him super chats to tell him their sob stories and have them toast them or whatever? Dex Luther for five. Uh maybe. Maybe. Maybe I do. I don't know. Well, it I don't know why. You. I don't know why people started doing that, but people really like the toast. So I do. What do you do? I my policy is to read, uh, you know, the super chats. So I read them and go through them. Uh, exactly. That's what we're doing here. Uh, I don't even know where this is from, but thanks for the twenty thousand Colombian pesos. There it is, right there. Hey, three PO, big fan. That guy, Nick. That guy, Nick uh, Rokita, follows me everywhere. <laughs> this is like five bucks, by the way. I have a case for Nick. Big nose lawyer and being abused by his barber. I have proof <laughs> in every Rokita stream. What this, why, why did you spell the name wrong, like at the beginning? He's, he's it's Felipe. You have to, oh, you have to okay. understand. <laughs> you have to understand. It's the, well, it's the fumes. It's the fumes in Colombia or whatever. I got you. All right, yeah. I'm learning. See, and I'm all the learning. kidnapping and the cocaine. Andrew Wahoo for two. Why drunk 3PO and not drunk 2D2? Uh, I, I, I started, I was in a podcast, you know, and we went on, and everybody picked really stupid Star Wars names. And we had, I had a podcast and I was just a guest on this guy's podcast in front of like five people every Friday. And then somebody was like, you should do this YouTube channel. I just kept the name. If I knew it would be like this, I maybe I would have said something else, but it is what <laughs> it is. It is what it is, you know. Uh, battle him 63 for two. Handler equals carrying her purse. Oh, what I'm going to be doing? Yeah, pretty much. Get water. Get this. Get that. That's whatever Gina needs. Uh, hold the camera. Do that. I, I've never worked a con before, so I have no idea what's going on. Uh, Bo for five says three PO Vic M was the main reason that catapulted Nick to another level. Before that, he was a very tall man or rather small channel, you know, like you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, okay, I gotcha, I gotcha. Yeah, the Vic Mignana situation was the first. Like, well, there were there were like a couple points, and I don't know as a percentage where they all lie, but the Vic one was a huge one. It like tripled my channel size at the time. So. Is that, but is that, was there, um, and we're almost done here, but was that, was that, was there like a turning point for YouTube when you were like, I could really do something with this? Was, was it Vic Mignogna or, no, it was before or you Vic. just kept, you just kept doing stuff and it just kept, you know, the bar graph was going in the right direction. It was, and it you was going kind of like doing this. Yeah, it was going really well. It was, uh, I started my channel in November of 2017. And then um, I made the decision to make it my full-time gig in September of 2018. Really? And, uh, You've been doing it full-time since then? Yeah. yeah. And what about and your I mean, I, you don't have to answer. I, no, it's fine. I, I wound down, uh, like I stopped really taking on new cases. I wound down my old cases. I just finished my last case uh god i i think it was early this year um and that case had been hanging around for two years because of covid but um yeah I, I wound it down but september was when i 
was like, I'm going to do YouTube full time. So I gave notice to the landlord of my office. I'm like, Hey, I'm going to shut this thing down. Um, going to my, going to my house. And this is, I, I decided this, that I had made enough money, uh, that month and things were kind of trending upwards where it was like, I can replace my law firm income if I cut out all my law firm costs. <laughs> and so I started, uh, yeah, it, it, it became visible and it was like, well, you don't do anything if you don't risk. So I shut it all down and, and went with it and just ground and ground and ground and ground. And then I did uh, not the, know that. I did not know this was full time for you. Congratulations. Yeah, the, the Vic thing was, would have been, uh, so September was when I started going full time and the Vic thing landed in February of the next year. So, wow. And it's yeah. just, now it's just, I mean, you're going to go live later tonight on your channel. Yes, sir. Uh, correct. Yeah. You like to, I, I usually on the East coast, when I wake up, you're still live. Yeah. It's so, really bad. It's a bad, you know, habit. and I'm just like, dang, Nick, <laughs> what is he doing? Just a couple more and we will, we will be finished. Wait, thank you. Waiting for the Orville for $5 super sticker. Thank you guys so much for the love today. I really appreciate it. Uh, in Callus for five. Jay doesn't have a small channel. It's a huge channel in the making. Oh, I appreciate that. Hey, I'm just having fun over here, man. I'm a school teacher. That's having fun over here. Um, You're a teacher? Four. Yeah. What do you I teach? teach online now. Well, I used to teach fifth grade. Um, long story short, because I, I, I used to, uh, I for like 15 years, I was, I don't know what you call it, um, humanitarian. Like I was like working in Haiti and like all these countries building homes. Oh, okay. And uh, so I just was like all over the world, just like in some of the worst places you could possibly imagine. Uh, Haiti was pretty bad. I was there for like three years and we were just building schools and, and stuff in Cambodia and everything. I came back. I was like, I can't. It got to the point where I was like, I can't do this because it just was messing with me. Yeah. But you see all these kids suffering all the time and like the worst of the world, you know, and you're trying to like build the hospitals that have been destroyed. And um, it was like, you know, so I just took my degree and was like, I'll be a teacher. That's calming. <laughs> That's relaxing. <laughs> There's no stress there. So this school, the second chance school was like, we're, we need a fifth grade teacher. And I and I, I was like, only if I could be the basketball coach. So they said, yeah. So cool. So I did that. Yeah. And then and then after like the pandemic, like I, I took an offer to teach online so I could travel more where I could just teach wherever I had an Internet. Cause I really love traveling. So I, I do that. It, it's the hours are not as long. And uh, that's why sometimes when you guys are going like for <laughs> seven in the morning and you're still like, yeah, all right, we're almost done here. Uh, you know, um, then you just show up <laughs> Thor for two. I know. I'm like, I just woke up. Dang guy. Uh, Thor for two dollars. Has there been any news on Vic's appeal? I don't know anything about that. There is not, there is not every Thursday we check. And it, it could be any Thursday. Now it feels like it'll be never, but uh, we're just waiting. Um, Ron Cook for four. Thank you for the super sticker. Another Florida man. I appreciate it. And JB Floatsman for Canadian 279. Nick admits ships rule the world. They don't. I don't know what that means, but. Uh, well, he either means good. ships is in boats or ships is in when someone draws like two people in a gay kissing pose or something. <laughs> you know like the the fan fiction crossover oh yeah yeah like they oh those are <laughs> awful man 
Those are like I saw that with Star Wars. They were like shipping Ray and Chewbacca and like all that. It's just like, please stop. Han and Luke, baby. Han and Luke. That's that's what we need. Uh, no, uh-huh. I wasn't working with the Peace Corps. I was like an independent contractor that started with uh, Food for the Poor and other things like that. So, but once I learned Creel, uh, they kept like Doctors Without Borders and other groups that wanted to go to Haiti. They were like, "There's a white man in Haiti that's that speaks a little Creel." I'm not fluent, but like if I got lost, I could get my way. <laughs> I can get my way home, or I can order off the menu, like whatever, however that is. Last one. Uh, Chef Nick Nero for five. Yeah, Jay convinced me to start a channel. Oh, awesome, man. Just posted a pizza video. Shameless plug. Well, you paid for it, buddy. There's your five dollars shameless plug. Go so, get it. Go yeah. get it. If you had last thing, I always ask every guest if you had any advice or motivation to give someone that wanted to either start a YouTube channel or whatever, like, do you have anything? Yeah, uh, do it. Just do Just it. Start. You got it. You got to do it. Look, um, YouTube is like everything else. Uh, the, the failure rate is astronomical. The success rate is minuscule. Um, do not do YouTube as a business. Uh, it would be my advice until YouTube is your business. Um, but start it because you like to do it. Start it because you like what you do. Uh, it is, it is one of the few places on earth where you have the opportunity to do what you like and you have enough reach potential that people can join you in doing what you like. Now, again, doesn't mean they will, and nobody has to. But once you're there, once you're doing what you like and you're enjoying it, when that opportunity for it to take off comes, that's when you get to make the choice. Do you do this or not? But it comes from being there. And frankly, when if you decide to grab it, if you decide to run with it, you will work your ass off it will be the hardest you've worked in your entire life but if you're listening to me and you do what you like it will be fun if you're one of these people who goes on there and they're going to create vapid content that they don't like they don't like to make it they hate doing what they do they're all pretending they're like oh i can pretend for a little bit at a time you will hate it because when when it comes down you will be working so damn hard and so damn often that you better like it so but I, I will say this. And the other thing I will say is get your audio on point. Everything else is second. Make your audio good. Because if your audio is not good, people will not stay. That's, That's the best. I, everyone told me that too. Get your mic in check. They could deal with like fuzzy. Because a lot of times people will listen in the car mm-hmm. or something. And if you're just like, <laughs> today on a first it's like <laughs> they don't want to hear that crap. Nope. You can't so, do it. You can't do you it. Know. Get, your, get your audio sounding well. You don't have to buy a billion dollar microphone or anything to start. Just buy a microphone that is competent and uh and and then so your audio sounds just bearable. <laughs> That's the trick. What, what, what mic do you have? I have a blue uh, yeti, so this is uh this is a That's audio. A good one. This is an RE20. It's um electrodynamics, I think. RE20. Uh that's what I have. And then I have an Apollo twin um, interface from universal audio. So my, my mic setup's expensive, but I didn't start with this. I started with a blue Yeti and then yeah. I moved to uh, I moved to a Scarlet two I two, which I think you can actually see the red cords behind me. There it is. 
Uh, I had that guy along with um, some Audio-Technica 2035 microphones. And then I moved up to this guy. Uh, sorry, so, I missed one. One more five-foot uh, five food stamps for five. Riketa. Uh Lagavulin 16 is my go-to. Did I say that right? Lagavulin or Volin 16 is my go-to. Any other recommendations? Yeah, if you like Lagavulin 16, um, okay. I've never seen these before. I just bought them at my liquor store. Liquor store. Uh, there's this uh, Port Escague Isla whiskey, which is this is phenomenal, and it's mm. not a bank breaker. So that was good. Um, uh, Kilkaman, this guy. Uh, this this Kilkaman uh, Saneg is really good. There's another Kilkaman. Uh, both of them I've tried are really good. Uh, you could get an Ardbeg. Ardbeg Ergodile is good. One of my favorite, again, these are all Isla whiskeys. Um, my favorite one, I think, is still the Balmore, Bowmore. I say Balmore, but it's Bowmore 15 Darkest. Bowmore 15 Darkest is one of the best dollar for do dollar scotch bottles there is. It's so freaking good. Try that out. So, You're, if you, you had an all time personal favorite, drink we're gonna end on that what uh what you got well but i have a question for you before i do that oh sure go ahead have you i, I was uh, respecting your time like that's all i don't well to, uh, you review uh theme parks have you yes. been to bush gardens lately uh yes actually i have did you ride their new their new coaster no but i'm go i'm going to it's on the list to do probably probably early june so my my mom was on it the other day and her iPhone flew out of her pocket on that thing. Really? And, yeah, and shattered on the ground. Except like the screen, the screen of her iPhone is pristine. The back of it is just destroyed. It's just absolutely demolished. Uh but Did she yeah. lose her on the it's called uh quasi something. So I know yeah. what I know what you're talking about. It's a brand new one that just opened. She said it's she also said it's like the most fun coaster she's ever been on. So your she mom rides that. roller coasters? That's freaking oh, dude, sick. Ever since uh I was a kid, man, we 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 would get season tickets to Astro World in Houston, Texas, and we would just we went to Astro World all the time. Uh it was that was a Six Flags park and it had they had 10 or 11 coasters, man. It, it was a ton. So, so when are you coming to uh when you coming to Orlando? I don't know the next time I'll be in Orlando. I'm gonna we'll be my parents live in the St. Pete's area. So we'll okay. be down. I think we're trying to find when we can go down, but we'll be down probably later this summer into St. Pete's and, and Orlando's not off the menu. I just don't know what we're doing or how long we're gonna be down there. Yes, there's a new there's a new ride at Universal called the Velocicoaster. Ooh. And uh, it is uh, it is no joke. Like it, it is like every time we take someone on it, like even these like these big guys, like they're just like, I don't want to do that again. So <laughs> it, it it's really it's just the way they strap you in. It's like just right on your waist. Yeah, and it dangles you upside down over the water. Awesome, you know. And you're just kind of like, holy crap, that ride. So I actually rode it in the front row with Anna, that Star Wars girl. And I was like, I will never go in the front row again. It's like that crazy. It, 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 that it, intense, it's huh? That freaking crazy. Yeah, I've never been on anything like it. Uh, 
absolutely been on on nothing like it. Uh Thor for two says Nick plays custodes. Custodies. Yeah. Oh, custodies, because he's a meta caching. Oh, am I saying this right? What is this verbiage that you bring into my <laughs> into my live stream? What is this? I don't play custodies. I would play custodies. I don't play anything. What is War, what is that? War, Warhammer 40k. Uh, okay. I would love to. I don't have the time and I don't have the people, but uh, I, w- I would absolutely play custodies. Not because I'm meta chasing Hua, but because uh, I, th- I find them to be the funniest characters in Warhammer. But that's just me. But anyway, uh, you were that's it, man. The last, uh, the best whiskey. I'll, yeah, it's still, it's it's right here. Like this, this is what that's I would drink if, if I had. If they're like, this is the last whiskey you get to drink before you die. I would pick this one right now. I've had, uh, I've had Pappy when I was on Tim Pool's show, and in Pappy is very, very good. I would take, I'd take this over Pappy every day, and it costs one tenth as much. So. Uh, there you have it um there you have it everyone if you want to check out ricada law the description uh the youtube link is in the description below follow him on twitter and everything thanks for being on the podcast uh thank you guys for being in the chat thanks for the super chats and the subscriptions and the likes i really appreciate it and uh if it goes well maybe maybe i'll be lucky enough to have him back one of these days because he's just like you're going to blink your eye. You're going to be at 500,000 subscribers <laughs> and a million's right around the corner at that point. Um, well, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. So just hang on just a second, Nick. And uh, yeah. thank you, everyone. You can listen to iTunes and on Spotify and everything. And we're going to leave this live stream up as usual. So thank you for being here. And we will catch you next time. Thanks for listening. We hope you were inspired today. To hear more of the conversation, check out our Patreon or become a member of the channel. And don't forget to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really appreciate it. We'll catch you in the next episode. And welcome to the Rebellion.